guys. Uh-huh. It has been a while. <laughs> we were just commenting how it feels like it's been, been a while. while. It's and only then, been two weeks, but... And then we went into a hole. Uh, wait, wait, who is that? Who is that? Is that uh, Scott, Scott Stab? Blah, 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 blah. Or is it like Daughtry or Chris Nickelbacky? Like Chris Daughtry. It stains. Stained with no E. No. S T A. It's real edgy that way. I, I, they don't believe in vowels. It's awesome because it's edgy without the E. <laughs> <laughs> That's the irony it's of it. It's G. <laughs> Hi. Hey, folks. Welcome back to the gripe. Uh, we don't have rights to that song, so don't come after no. us, Stained. Don't tell anybody we used to. Um, don't come after us. <laughs> don't come for us unless we summons you. Um, this is the gripe. This, this episode of the gripe is brought to you by Stained. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi guys, welcome back. It does feel like it's been a while for those two weeks. Uh-huh. Two weeks feels like a long time. Yeah, that's Allison. That's Kai. This is the gripe. It's the gripe. Back here in the center of the universe, Fremont, mm-hmm. where, I don't know, guys, this weather, it does, I was talking to Aaron about this, how I feel lately, I've been feeling a type of way about the environment and how I feel like the earth is dying. I'm looking at her some kind of way, too. <sighs> and I feel mm-hmm. like maybe just because we live on the West Coast and you see the effects of climate change more. Because of, because of the sort of like drastic pendulum swings of our weather here. Yes. Yeah. And it just, it scares me. I'm glad I only had one kid mm-hmm. because my carbon footprint is less with just having one. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I your mean, love is not less. There might be. It's at 100% all the time. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, weird and depressing things going on in the news. and um, Weather being one of them for you? Oh. Uh, well, it shouldn't be 87 in June in Seattle. It was one day. That's very abnormal, though. Yeah. Also, 28 gray whales have died because there's not enough food for them to eat in the ocean. Is this the ocean or is it the sound? This is the ocean. Okay, interesting. They found them? Yes. Oh, God. I mean, that's fucked up. Why aren't there fish in the ocean? There's yeah. more plastic in the ocean than fish. Can't they change their diet to plastic? <laughs> I think they tried and they died. That's what happened. <laughs> It's terrible. We laugh because you'd cry your eyes it's out totally. if you did it. Totally. <laughs> yes. So there, those whales are dead, and I'm just sad that it was really hot, and I couldn't sleep unless I slept with an ice pack. Yeah, at least that was thinking outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Where did okay. you put the ice pack? On my belly, and, and that- then under my thighs, and then on top of my thighs. So how many ice packs did you have? Just one? Just you one, and I rotated it, it yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's so cold. It's good. It's so cold it burns my skin. But it dropped my core temperature down drastically. So and I needed to do that. Some of y'all listeners in the Midwest and the South are like, what are y'all what are they talking about? He had to sleep on ice back. We don't have air conditioning. Oh no, here. AC is a thing, but it's not really for most people. Like well it's like ten percent of Seattleites have, have AC. AC in California. Um we had a swamp cooler, whatever that means. It's kind of like AC, but they don't use the AC stuff. So there's like some kind of way that they cool uh, water or something, and they can blow that cold air into your your place. Mm. That's what we had. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Yeah, so when I first moved here, I could not believe that houses were not apartments, houses, condos, townhomes. They were not equipped mm-hmm. with air conditioning. It literally blew my mind. But do you feel like you needed it those first years? No. Exactly. But now I do. Now you do. It would be like maybe a week during the summer that you would need AC. But uh, yesterday, or two days ago, it yeah. was insane it was hot. hot. It was thick. It was lingering. It was real heavy in the air. I mean, this is my 11th year in Seattle, and, like, seriously, the climate has changed mm. from when I first moved here. That sucks. In just 11 years. So imagine what's going to happen in the next 50. Can we not imagine 50. Well, this is the gripe, and this is my gripe. I guess. Shoot. I'm trying to keep a posse, but whatever. <laughs> I'll take it to something a little more surface level. Let's go there. Can we just talk about how much I'm growing to dislike the uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, question mark, ha-ha, exclamation point? The preordained reactions, reactions on, on text messages. Instant messenger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're texting... You want more effort put in. We're already doing the very least. I'm doing my Alexis. We're already doing the very least when we're texting. And so when I send you a text and all you do is fucking thumbs up me... Sometimes I'm like in the toilet. It's a little Or in the shower. Well, if you're on the toilet, what the hell else are you doing? You've got time to sit and text. That's what toilet time is for. <laughs> you right, you right. <laughs> it's it's honestly like not with you. The thumbs up bothers me because you know we have an ongoing dialogue. But I know if you thumbs up me, you're busy and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's some other people where I'm like, can you just give me a little bit more? <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless it's like a group thread and you're like, oh wait, that was funny, so I'm gonna acknowledge gonna, that that was I'm funny. Gonna ha-ha I'm that gonna ha ha that one. <laughs> Or you said something witty. I'm an exclamation point that shit. Yes. <laughs> but if somebody's like, okay, I'll meet her. What's a good example? Um, well, so, so because an example, like you kind of got annoyed at me once. You sent me like four relatively detailed texts about something. I don't remember what it was. And then I just like gave one of them a thumbs up. And, and you're like, like uh, give me a little bit more. Say, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I get it. Was. It's like the amount of effort isn't reciprocal. It's like, why is Apple <laughs> trying to make people do the very least? You know? I don't get it. Um, we're all going to stop using the alphabet <laughs> and just go to emojis <laughs> to, well, to express the time our you don't ever You don't text me back in words. It's just gifts. I'm into the gift thing now. <laughs> that's all you do. I love finding a perfect gift the, and like putting my own caption in it. Yeah, that's your name. It's an it's an art. After we get off the after we get off the pod, you have to tell me how you do that. Oh, okay. You like that, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you also like the ones where I use your face. <laughs> like and make little names. It's that my looks, it's my new art form. That looks like me. <laughs> So, you guys, the other night, I believe it was like a Friday night. At, at like, like 11 p.m. <laughs> so late. Kai sent me a gif of myself. He had cut out my head and put it on this man's body <laughs> that looked like he was dressed from the 70s. Yeah. And it was a candy corn gif. It was about the, someone calling him a candy corn bitch. <laughs> And I was like, fun and hot of you right away because you love candy corn. I love candy corn. But, so A, A of all, I love candy corn. But B of all, it honestly looked like me. You did a really good job cutting my head out and putting it on that man's body. I had to make the head a little bit bigger so you knew that I was being funny about it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, it was so funny. (laughs) So that's my first mini gripe is you really gotta, you gotta know when to use those preordained reactions. Like they can't be your primary form of communication. They're just like a backup. I mean, because like texting, like you said, is the very least least. already. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to dumb it down even more. But by just using these, you know, these expressions. Try a little bit more. Correct. Yes. Just a a tick above, a notch above. I feel you Mm -hmm. on that. Uh What's yours? Um, So there was this whole thing with Radiohead. Have you heard this this Mm -mm. thing? Okay, so Radiohead, they're a really cool band. From like the grunge area that you know, but people still they flock. still love they flock the to their shows. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. I, I love Radiohead. So apparently they got hacked. Tom York, he got his stuff hacked. Okay. And um, someone got into his personal files and stole, I think it was 18 hours of music that was previously not released. Oh wow, that's a lot. Um, And this is archive music, so it's not like brand new music. It's just like old music that he never put out. So then they get an email um, from this hacker. And the hacker says, "Um, I have your files, and I'm going to release them unless you pay me, I think it was $150,000 or $180,000, something like that. I'm going to be shooken down. I know. I mean, I think I'd do the same thing if I were him. But anyways, that's beside the point. (laughs) So what does Radiohead do? They release it. They release it on their own. For free. Um, for free. Yeah. Um, it's only for a certain amount of time, though, for like, I don't know, two days or something like that. And um, and they're giving all the money. No, it's they're, they're charging for it. And they're giving the money to your favorite cause, climate change. Okay. It's a climate change foundation that they you are. Guys, we don't even plan this. Sent, did not. We're just good. <laughs> We're, We're just, just on that, that same good. vibration. <laughs> okay. Um, and so they showed that hacker. Who's who? Yeah, they said, fuck you, hacker. Isn't that great? First of all, $180,000. Like, you should have, if you were going to go for it, you should have gone for a little bit more. It was very um, Dr. Evil of him. <laughs> One million dollars. And everyone, like, laughs at his ass. That's all, you dumbass. <laughs> um, but I love that story so much. And that hacker, really? Yeah. So stupid. Yeah, you, so stupid. You, you really, really dumb for real. Uh, can you imagine, though? No. I broke into Tom York's stuff. I haven't read this story, but apparently a lot of archive music got burned in a fire in uh, California, in Hollywood. Really? I know, and it's like something that Interesting. is not really making the headlines. Huh. I just kind of glimpsed at it. Well, that Sudan business isn't making the, the news either. I know, and to be That's honest, super see, sad. it's just, there's it's too, too much. much. It's, it's an assault, 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 assault. Uh, it's like, ugh, ugh, ugh. From all angles. All angles. And not in the good way, you guys. (laughs) Not in a good way. Not in the good way. Mercy. Okay, my next gripe has to do with houses Houses. on Facebook and the damn moms group. Because, you know, I took Facebook off my phone and my my, uh, tablet, so I don't have to see it there. But when I'm at work and I'm bored, sorry, Ron, I will get on Facebook and, like, see what's going on. And it's all these Edmunds moms, man. Just, She's going after admins, yo. Mm. I, I'm going to call it out there. <laughs> I know I've got some admins listeners because I can see y'all. And it's like, 
Hey guys, um, my my neighbor's house is for sale. I'd love for a new family to move in with young kids so my kids can play with them. And it just annoys the shit out of That's me. That's real me, 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 me. Yeah. That's really weird. But I just feel like there, it's like very uh, self-serving in a couple of ways. Yeah. First of all, houses are selling in Seattle in like a week mm-hmm. slash two weeks. Which is long, longer for Seattle. Yeah. But then some people will be like, oh, look at my house for sale. And I feel like they just want to show how much they're selling it for. Oh. You, that's my thing. I I'm see. like, oh, great. Yeah, another mm-hmm. million dollar Millions house. Oh, <laughs> and then the other part is, like, what if you want to buy a house and you are single and you're just buying it by yourself and you don't have kids, but then all of a sudden you feel like all your neighbors are oh. like, oh, we really wanted somebody to move in with kids here. Really? So I could entertain your child yeah. with my kids? That's Just leave terrible. your opinions to yourself. <laughs> Nobody cares about your house for sale. I'm tired of seeing houses for sale. Are you? I really am. This is in, in the admins. Oh Facebook. My gosh. Is people, it Facebook? People that's are off the Facebook. I know. That's why, that's why I had to give that little caveat when mm. I said when I'm bored at work. Mm. Sorry, Ron. <laughs> I'll get on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's really bored if you're going to the Facebook. <laughs> it's just like an easy <coughs> uh, like mind break where I don't have to think. I can just scroll and judge. Uh-huh. You know? How much time does it take you? Um, I'll, t- I'll be like... two hours. No. Hour. <laughs> I was going to say like five minutes is a long time for me to be on Facebook scrolling. It's like my, that's my cigarette break, essentially. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's like getting on the computer to look at. I will co-sign that. Yeah. Yeah. Because how many of y'all smokers out there take 10 cigarette breaks a day? And the reason why I do Facebook and not Instagram is because it's more innocent looking. Like, if I'm sitting at my desk, like, scrolling on my phone, people know I'm not doing anything. But on your computer. But on my computer, they think I'm working. (laughs) Yeah, but you can look at Instagram on your computer, too. It just isn't the same experience. Oh, okay. It's just a different user experience. It's a different UX. It really is. <laughs> I mean, do you look at Instagram on the, on the computer? Um, only when I hear a nice song that I like. So I can shazam it on my phone. <laughs> Wait, you, okay. So I'm on my phone. Yeah. And then, you know, there's like maybe a, da- a person, person dancing. Okay, I follow. got it, got it, got it. And I like that, that jam. I'm like, oh, this might be cute my yoga class. Then I go to my computer because I don't mm. know what the song is. Mm-hmm. Play it on my computer, Shazam on my phone. And I got You got phone. that multimedia. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hitting it at all angles in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are my too many gripes to just to, just to get us started. Just to wet our palates. <laughs> Um, I think we should move on to the main main. Okay. Because we have a lot to cover. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. We right? Have, we have the first 11 episodes <laughs> of Beverly Hills 921. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, were you excited to see this? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. First of all, okay. So, season one started airing in 1990. 90. 1990. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, I still feel like the 90s were 10 years ago. I still feel <laughs> I know, like right? we're in like two, the early 2000s. <laughs> Seriously, I just read a book by an author who was born in 1991. And I'm like, how is this bitch writing a book? <laughs> Ain't she like five Aren't years old? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, but yeah, I have to say... 
1990. Um, the fashions, they the don't, fashions. they don't hold up. But see, no, no, so they sure don't. But the funny thing is, all right, but so if, you t- if you if you let yourself go back there, you know, in that time, I'm like, oh yeah, that was cute back then. But here's the thing, so. Beverly Hills 90210 1990. Friends was started in 1994. Okay. And I feel like the Friends mm. fashions held up a little bit more. A little bit more. Maybe uh-huh. because it's like the they were young still adults. <laughs> but yeah, there's the definite like schism between 1990 and I 1994. Mean, yeah, because 1990, like it was still, I mean, I guess it is the first, the first year after the 80s. So it was still like the big hair mm-hmm. and the bangs. I mean, Andrea Zuckerman with that mm-hmm. curly hair. And I can't wait to bangs. talk about her. I cannot wait to talk Should about Should we her. talk about the cast first? We could do that. Okay. And we could do that. So cast of characters. So we've got Brendan and Brand. Brenda Brandon, and Brandon. Brandon and Brenda. The twins. <laughs> that are moving to Beverly Hills from, from Minnesota. Min- Minneapolis. Hey, Minneapolis. My stomping grounds. Okay, that would be mega culture shock. Yes. And they're starting their 10th grade year. Oh, it's 10th grade? Mm-hmm. So they're babies. Yeah, because Brandon can drive. He's yeah. got Walter Mondale. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a little bit dagger about his car, too. Well, it's a heap of junk. I don't know why. <laughs> um, so, yes, they're moving. And, of course, they're nervous about making, making friends. friends and fitting in. How are they going to fit in? I mean, ob- these are things that I would worry about. 100%. Okay, so then we've got Kelly Taylor, wife of... Was wife she... Of. Not wife. Daughter of uh, Jackie. But what's Jackie's claim to fame? She just marries rich men. Some of that. Yeah. Okay. There's no claim to fame. Okay. Steve Sanders. His mom is an actress. She. We haven't met her yet. Right. But Steve is like the blonde, curly haired, like Bro. total frat duty. So guy. fratty. Yeah. Um, Racist. <clears throat> I mean, all kinds of, Oh my god. <laughs> he has to exist so that everyone else can look more innocent. Seriously, because if you take, they're all assholes too, but compared to him, they're angels. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> Donna Martin. Okay, Donna, oh. thus far in these first 11 episodes... She's a snooze. ...has done nothing. nothing. Yeah. All she's done is stand beside Kelly and laugh and nod her head. So, and that's Tori Spelling, obviously. And so she was cast in this <laughs> minor role. No, no, no. Do, do you know how, how this happened? Uh-uh. Her, her side of it is like... Her story? Her story is that she auditions under a different name. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, really? Bitch, please. I, you know, no. because she didn't want that nepotism thing to happen. It's oh. like, oh, yeah, they didn't run, they didn't realize nobody that that was Aaron Spelling's you. daughter. Literally nobody. Okay, but didn't Randy Spelling also have a couple cameos on Nine Later on, doesn't he? He's the younger brother of Tori, yeah. right? So, give me a break. Right. And not in the good way. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying that. Um, yeah, so those are, wait, no, no, there's David Silver. Yeah. And then his friend. What's his friend's Scott. name? Scott. Scott, yes. And they're like the freshman sort of Dweebs. doofuses. And, and then, then obviously we have Dylan. Everybody's favorite. Dylan is not in the pilot. He's not in episode no, one he's... or two. Wait, he's in episode two. No, no, no. Because the pilot is two parts. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he shows up in episode three, technically. Okay. See what I mean? I mean, but don't you remember? I remember he's sitting on the steps in his white t-shirt and his overall with one overall. <laughs> it's fucking, that's like the, 
best outfit. And he looks it's so up, bad. And it's just that, that sexy smirk. I'm so into it. It's the James Dean thing going on. The so high the hair. Is the year is 2019. So how long has this been? How long I can't do math. 20, 20 years. 30 years. 30. 30. Yeah. Oh, my merciful father. <laughs> 29 years. <laughs> if my math is right. Am I right? I think you're right. <laughs> It's That's been like crazy. 29 years. That's hot. 29 years later, I'm still swooning. <laughs> over Dylan McKay. Over Dylan McKay. He's such a wild child. He's so fine. He's such a wild child. He is so fine, <laughs> but <laughs> those forehead wrinkles, though. Those are the dead giveaway. <laughs> he was 35 when it was cast. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we missing? Andrea. Andrea Zuckerberg. Andrea, oh my God. Okay, so. What's your take on Andrea? Andrea is the most annoying person ever. <laughs> So Andrea, she's like very uppity. She's always she's so smug. She is. That smug. is the word. It's smug. She's just got a chip on her shoulder. She's like, she's super bossy. Like you can't you you can do your job at the fucking paper, <laughs> and still be a nice human. This is a high school paper chick. We're a fucking lax. And Brandon's like, I want to join the paper. Totally. And Wait, she has a, a, a fake for assignment it. for him. It's. The tox- it's a waste, uh, dumpster thing. Toxic waste. Or women's, the girls. Volleyball. Or polo, water polo, something like that. Yeah, and of course. He picks water polo. I mean, obviously. And then she's like, you just failed the test. <laughs> God, it's so annoying. I mean, sometimes I have tests for Aaron, so like, I kind of <laughs> identify with that. I can kind of identify with that. She's like nerdy. She's like, you know. Not supposed to be super cute. Um, she's like sort of the outsider. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least be nice. That's why you got no got no friends. <laughs> it's not because you live in the valley. It's because <laughs> you're a bitch. <laughs> Do I lie though? <laughs> but see, okay. Before we start getting into like all the first eleven episodes, it's like nine hundred two one zero was doing the most. Can I just say to you that the pilots? Like, they just pick the weirdest topics to go for, right? Like, so Brenda, like, not, you know, we'll we get to it, but, like, she meets a 25-year-old at a, at a oh, club. Oh, I forgot about that part. And it's like, wait, that's what you wanted to open the show with? It's just so weird. And then she's like, guys, I think I'm in love. <laughs> Do you remember? We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Let's take it back. Let's talk about when... Kelly and Brenda met. How they met, yes. Okay. Totally. So no one knows each other except for Brandon and Brenda. <laughs> and then all the, like, the blonde hair girls know each other, too, yeah. right? Yeah. So they get to West Beverly in Walter Mondale. Um, <laughs> and so they're in, what, it's like science class? Chemistry, yeah. Okay. And so the teacher, who's so weird, he says, um, pick your lab partner's smartly because you'll be with them the for whole, the whole year. So, there's uh, Kelly. Kelly's just sitting at the lab table. You remember, you can visualize the lab tables mm-hmm. there. Big square um, things. Square with the black top and she's just like biting her nails and looking around. And this thick young woman. She thick, uh-huh. 
walks out to her and Kelly goes, mm, no. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I already have a partner. And, and, then, and then she sees Brenda. I mean, can you imagine? And then she's like, oh, there she is. And she has Brenda sit in that seat because she didn't want the fat girl that's next to her. Guys, she did. She There was some that major is some fat, fat shame. Oh my, can, that would not fly today. No. Not fly today. There is so, so much, much that, that would, would not, not fly, fly today. today. <laughs> but even... Um, <sighs> Even in the description of the first episode of 90210, uh-huh. it talks about, hold on, I got to find it. It talks about Kelly and fat shaming. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was just looking at it today and <laughs> prep for my research. All right. Brenda is befriended by snobbish Kelly, who picks her as a chemistry lab partner to avoid being paired with a fat girl. <laughs> it's so with a fat girl. Wrong. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's true. That's what happened on the show. Yes. It's crystal clear. <laughs> so that's how they meet. They become friends. Yeah. Um, and Kelly is Brenda's sort of you know, vehicle into to the Los Angeles the world. social world yes. of Beverly Hills. Of big spending and class and <laughs> status, right? And eventually shoplifting. <clears throat> okay. That comes up later, yeah. <laughs> All right, so now Brandon and Steve. They, yeah, they become friends. In friendly. Spanish class. Oh, God. Where this Spanish is where <laughs> they're in Spanish class, and Steve's first comment to Brandon is, how bogus. That lady gets paid to speak in her own tongue. Hit well, the that's, teacher. That's all you need to know about Steve. Exactly. He's racist. <laughs> <laughs> the racist thing comes up twice. Quite totally. In the first basketball? 11 episodes yeah. of the basketball team. Totally, yes. But, like, he had, I mean, he exists, again, to, to be the counterpoint to Brendan's goodness mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Brendan's the kind of asshole, you know, if you just take him for who he is. Not compared to Steve. Mm-hmm. He does some really fucked up shit. But compared to Steve, he's like, oh, not so bad. Okay, but in the first 11 episodes, though, the f- what fucked up shit? But, like when him and the, the basketball team guy? That thing. Oh, he did the, cheat. <clears throat> yes, the cheating thing. Because um, I just feel like they always have painted Brandon to be the, like, holier than totally. thou. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, an episode when he meets Dylan and Dylan takes him surfing. Yeah. And they meet that girl whose name is, like, Sarah. But all the guys call her Betty. All right. She's just a little surf Betty. Uh-huh. He's like, come on, guys. She could have died. <laughs> you could have left her out there to die. <laughs> you yes. remember? Of course I remember. <laughs> yeah. So, and even staying on this Brandon tip, I feel like his parents like him better than Brenda. Well, I mean, it's the male privilege thing, too, right? Talk, the way that the way they handle the sex part with each person is completely different. It's radical. It's, you know what I mean? Like, they, like, the dad, when, you know, Brenda is, she admits that she's sexually active with Dylan, they go the fuck off on her. They, like, yell at her, like, she's doing bad things. And then with Brandon, it's just, like, a talk. It's just like, a talk about responsibility. Like, blah, blah, blah. even barely a talk. Right. Because, first of all, let's talk about this. So this is episode four, I think. Yes. And Brandon's ex-girlfriend from Minnesota, they broke up Cheryl. because of the distance. Yeah, Cheryl. Who crazy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she comes over and, okay, if you have a teenage son 
and his ex-girlfriend has come to visit wait, 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 wait. and stay can in we, your house. Can we just pause for a second? Because he gets a phone call in the morning, and she says, I'm coming to visit this weekend. Mm. I'd be like, uh, I need more notice, bitch. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> so then he agrees. Yes. Would a 15-year-old Kai know? You would be excited. <laughs> and then she comes up even earlier. She's like, oh. I'm actually, she's actually there already. But, I mean, Carol seemed excited to see her. I oh, know. Because, you know, it was like a familiar face. Mm-hmm. But then Carol was not excited later that when night. When she brings blankets and pillows into the room. Totally. So bad. Guys, these episodes are doing the most. Okay, so guys... Brandon was deflowered by Cheryl. And yes, I used deflowered because he was trying to like make the first time super special. And they had a conversation about it because like they talked about having sex. It's like, well, I don't want it. They want it to be more romantic. Like, yeah, I don't want to get bound in your <laughs> parents' house by sneaking over into her into room. But she did. Yeah. <laughs> but she did. And then come to find out. She already busted her she- flower. <laughs> <laughs> Sex isn't that. What did she say? It was like, it's not that personal. It doesn't mean that much. I mean, guys, these uh, these screenplays, whatever you want to call them, they're not good. No, no. They don't don't hold up. The clothing doesn't hold up. They're preposterous. The melodrama does not hold up. Like, we have Dylan quoting, like, Walt Whitman or something. Oh, he's very very fortune cookie wisdom. Yeah. Which I kind of love. Um, who have we not really touched on? Um, let's go back to Andrea. Mm, Andrea's so up. Andrea is like the head of the newspaper. And why was Brandon following her home that one day? Because so Brandon goes full on stalker in like the first three or four episodes. Okay, because there was a thing. So he, him, and Marianne Moore. Remember Marianne Moore? She has a party at her house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this party is advertised in on like on a sign on the back of a plane yes. that flies overhead. Yes. <laughs> that says party at Marianne, Marianne Moore's house, no freshmen. <laughs> and I love how respectful LA is because only the West Beverly class went. No one else. Yeah. In the valley, no one else in Silver Lake when it was just those kids. Right. And no freshmen. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous, right? So he hits out with Marianne Moore. They get, they get real connected. It's, like, very sexual, but there's no sex involved, per se, mm-hmm. right? They're just really close. Oh, this is another thing where he did a dirty Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then, because they were so close, people, like, heard about it. And he let people believe. Kid. What's the new kid doing with Marianne Moore? Yeah, he let them believe that he had sex with Marianne Moore. So Evan finds out, including Andrea, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, her, her opinion means more than everyone else's. So he's trying to have a conversation with her. She's like, you're the scum, Brandon. And then she <laughs> huffs off on her bus back to Van Nuys. He follows her, and then he confronts her, and that's when he finds out that she lives in the valley, but she uses... With her grandma. No, no, she uses the grandma's apartment address in Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. Right, to right, get the right. mail so it looks like she lives there in Beverly Hills. How yeah. does Granny live in Beverly Hills? It's rent controlled. Um, yeah, I picked up all these details. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cheap rent controlled apartment in Beverly Hills. So, and again, that's like, if 
I was anyone, and I knew this about Andrea, I would turn her in so fast. Because she is smug. She's not nice. <laughs> you would. She's terrible. She's not a nice person. You don't like Andrea. Do you like her? I don't dislike her. <laughs> I wouldn't turn her in. I would turn her ass in. She's trying to get it. that education. <laughs> she does have a point. She's like, why should I be, be deprived of an education? Just because I come from an undesirable neighborhood. I don't know why I quoted that, but I did. That's because you are really glued. You are sinking into, into this it. show. Okay, so what have we covered already? We've talked about um, we've people have lost their virginity. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of briefly talked about shoplifting, but let's go back. We see some bullying. We see bullying, which is where Dylan yes, enters. Yes, correct. Because some some jocks are making fun of David Silver. Not David. It was his friend Scott, Scott, Scott. Uh, with his robotics. Yes. And then Dylan just magically, like, it's all dark in there. And then <laughs> and he turns around and just put a chair. <laughs> I suggest you walk away or totally. something like that. And, like, they kind of sass him. And it's like, just to get, let you guys know, I'm not in a good mood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's enough to send those boys running for the hills. Yeah. All right. So we've talked about racism. So yeah. that was covered. Check. <laughs> um, losing virginity. Teen sex. Check. Check. Uh, bullying. Bullying check. Underage drinking with uh, Betty. Mm-hmm. And she almost died. Um, let's talk about uh, fake IDs. Oh, where did they? Oh, that's when Brenda was the only one that got, got into, into the, the club. club. Yes. Can I just, let me just say too, if you're taking me to a club called the Blue Iguana, <laughs> hard pass. <laughs> I'm not going with you. <laughs> really? The Blue Iguana? Not happening. So she gets a fake ID, courtesy of Kelly. And then she gets in with her ID, but the other girls don't. I mean, you know they were all the same. <laughs> like, not necessarily the same face, right. but like the same quality. Totally. So then they leave her ass. She doesn't know, apparently. And then she meets an older gentleman. Oh, is this the older guy? Yeah. Okay. So she's, what, 15, you're saying? I mean, yeah. He's 25. I He's mean, a 24-year-old lawyer. That's, I don't believe for a hot, for no, a hot fucking hot second. When you're 24, you're still in law school. <laughs> totally. So they meet at the club. They go back to his place. They start kissing in front of a bubble machine. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's that bubble portrait thing that was like so 90s and so edgy and cutting edge. It's water sculpture. And she's like, I'm not ready for this. I have to be back at my sorority house. She lying? Because he asked her what school do you go to? And she didn't say West Beverly. She's like, guess. And he thinks that she's in college. She's like, guess he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Ridiculous. And so then they start hanging out with his friends. And oh, she my ha- God. She- they ask, what's your major? She says, what's this like? Astronomy. <laughs> really? Astronomy? And they start asking her, what's a black hole? And she's like, you know, without it's just a big- the knowledge of fourth dimension mathematics, <laughs> it's just a hole. That's and it's black. black. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> she's like sweating on her spaghetti. <laughs> she doesn't know what to say. It's pretty classic. <laughs> so then she's talking about it with Donna and Kelly. Mm-hmm. She's like, guys. I think I'm in love with him. Mm-hmm. Well, if he loves you, then he'll understand the age difference. <laughs> Guys, no, that didn't end up that way. He's in law school. He knows about... Statutory rape. <laughs> Statutory rape. <laughs> yeah. um, guys, while we're on the subject of statutory rape... Oh, yeah. Let's you know what that. also happens in the first 11 episodes? Uh, not only rapes, but gang rapes. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So which episode is this where Brenda is on the hotline? Yeah, so the volunteer. here's another... Is it the rap line? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the rap line. That's hot. So Brenda, I don't know how she hears about it, Not but... There. Andrea is on oh, the rap line, and yes. Andrea is super again very smug about her, her role. Yes, yeah. Again, Brenda's like, "Dude, I got it. Can I just go and hang out and see what the rap line is all about?" Exactly. And so Andrea's like, mm, "Whatever." But finally, you know, they go. Everybody leaves, and of course, Kelly's supposed to pick up Brenda, but that bitch is unreliable, mm-hmm. and she's late. So Brenda goes back in. Did she forget something or she's using the phone to she call She was using Kelly? the phone because this is way before mobiles. Right. And <gasps> Guess somebody what? calls. The phone rings. And it's like, hey, um, I think I was raped. And then this is some deep shit, man. Mm-hmm. Are you really going to call into your high school hotline? Okay. Can you remember back when you're watching it for the first time as like a teen in the Carolina, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're, like, watching this unfold. Oh, my God, it's about rape. And Brenda is doing the most out this girl. <laughs> Tell me what you're feeling. Because <laughs> you're feeling it. I mean... Your but, heartbeat's racing. But, like, I actually... A lot of these, I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. Because I think I might not have started watching it. Cause oh, until later. In 1990, I think I was in fifth grade. <laughs> That's a little bit young to be watching this. <laughs> so I might have, like, caught some of the reruns mm-hmm. and then like yeah got and syndication yeah but I a lot of these I don't remember but I don't even know if we were talking about rape in fifth grade I know right it's a lot so she's this person this girl is on the phone says that she didn't want the sex thing to happen but it did and it's been happening over and over again and so, then he brought his friends. Right. That's where the gang rape comes in. And then Brenda I mean, violates all the confidentiality yeah. and, like, you know, does all the sleuthing to figure out who this girl is. And she finds her, right? Yes. It's not okay. I mean, it's good, but it's terrible. Well, but it's also, like, none of this is any kind of believable. <laughs> Okay, you have a girl that's not only been raped, but she's been gang raped. She's calling into a high school hotline. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brenda's like super sleuthing to figure out who it is, where it's going down. Who does she tell? When it's going down. She tells someone she and then. The, well, she tells the hotline owner and got then it. she calls the police. And then they're all like waiting for this phone call to come after hours again, mm-hmm. right? But then they all show up at yes. the site. Uh huh. At the, the football thing? Yes. Yeah. Where these guys are about to do it again. Totally. Arrested. Messed up. But, you know, they I mean, Beverly Hills. Then you slow clap for Brenda. Like, you did some shit, but. You know, they got yeah. off, though. They didn't go to jail. No. These rich, rich white, white boys. <laughs> I need a follow up <laughs> on those rich white football players. Yes. Um, so that was episode. That was later. That was like episode eight or nine. That's that's right. Let's talk about um, Brandon I, trying out for the basketball team. Okay. Yes. He's also like five two. Totally. <laughs> and he's like a basketball maven, I guess. He's really good. And this is when Steve makes another comment. Another racist totally. comment. Totally. Like he says something that the black kids that are on the team who are going to get a spot. Hey, Brandon. They don't belong here. This is our school still. <laughs> I was just like, what? The fork. And he puts, he puts 
the idea in Brandon's head that they actually don't belong there, but like West Beverly wants a leg up, so they're allowing them um, to try out and be on the team. Yeah, and that's when Brandon gets bent, all bent out of shape. Because he, he's like, I'm five foot two. I need a leg up. <laughs> I need a leg up just to be as tall as y'all. The funny part of him trying out is that everybody was like, aren't you a little short? Because like you can even... Normally, he's, he's a little nugget. On TV, you can't tell how short people right. are, but I feel like you can definitely tell... He's a little nugget. ...about Brandon <laughs> being short. So... Oh, one anyway. Mr. Jason Priestley is tiny. Um, and then come to find out, guess what? These these black kids do belong at Beverly Hills High School. One of their, the dad works at the library. Yeah. And so he's allowed to go to the school. Did he go to the school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so rude. See, again, like, because Brandon is, like, a journalist, I think that people let them get away with that. Hey, all this I'm nosiness. The, I'm the journalist of West Beverly Hills High School. I'm doing a story on... Blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, no, dude. Literally, nobody in high school acts like that. Totally. Another thing, too, about this whole Brandon thing. <laughs> so when that Marianne Moore rumor came out, he went on the air to talk about it. Yeah. At that, I love that, that, that they have a, a, a high school radio thing. show. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and then he goes on the air to talk about the sex that didn't happen with Marianne Moore. So ridiculous. <laughs> I'd be so mad if I was if that was him talking about me on the fucking high school radio show. <laughs> um, another slight inconsistency is with Dylan. Okay, let's go back to the surfer episode. Okay, okay. This is way early. This is when he two-ish. makes his debut. Yeah. Okay. Because he's like, let's go surfing, Minnesota. Yes. Yeah, so he goes. They go surfing, and then they decide to go and hang out. All the surfers. Again, that night, right? Oh, at his hotel room? Yeah, but you don't know it's his, ho- his hotel room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, like, they're all, they go to this hotel, and they're, like, sneaking around, and he's, like, trying to, like, open locked doors, and he's, you know, pointing to the surface to go that way, and this way, and that way, and so they finally get to a room that's open, and Dylan is pretending that they broke in, and he's, like, let's order room service, like, bad people. And then so Brandon is to- totally tweaked out. He's, he's like, like hey, I'm man. not comfortable with this. Oh, this isn't cool, man. So why do you think Dylan is trying to impress these guys? That seems very out of character, very much out of character, right? Because it ends up that that's his dad's permanent hotel room. Yeah. And he's just using it Jack. when he's out of time. When he's out of town. Do you think that he's trying to impress <clears throat> those guys or trying to impress Brandon? Especially like those guys. I uh, see. I thought it was Brandon. You think so? Yeah, we need five cheeseburgers and five orders of fries. <laughs> really? But see, that to me, yeah. this whole prank actually seems like something that would be believable from a 10th grader. You know what I mean? <laughs> a 10th grader. You can't say it like that because it makes it so weird. But you're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll let some pass. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I still love... I love Dylan the most. But who doesn't? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the most boring episode out of the first episode. Oh my god. It's got obviously the one where Carol has has an affair. affair. It's not an affair, but like it alludes to an affair. She had an emotional. Nobody cares about the parents. Okay. What a boring episode. Jim and Carol. (laughs) Jim and Carol. They're Jim has the hairiest back I've ever seen on anyone. (laughs) 
He's wearing a tank top when they're playing, he's playing basketball with Brandon. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, they let that sh- on the air. They couldn't shave it or wax it or burn the shit off. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they just portray Carol as this dowdy, homely, stay-at-home mom somehow has gotten like she kind of stupid hired help because and she didn't like she didn't need that spanish speaking maid but she couldn't tell her that we don't need you she felt bad and, and then, so that mad that maid stayed on and then that's her only friend so they can't even <laughs> communicate speak to each other. exactly so then her and the maid are out looking at some plants <laughs> as she runs into a former flame, a flame. Mm-hmm. He's like a photographer. An eternal flame, if you will. What does he do again? Yeah, he's like a photographer. And it's just like the spark that reignites. Okay. Now, he comes over to the house. He offers to photograph the twins, Brandon and Brenda. And then Jim goes to sleep. All right, so apparently this guy's supposed to be kind of hot. Yeah, like, we can't see it because it's 30 years later. Totally. But maybe in the 90s he would have been hot. No. Mm -hmm. I would know. Okay. Because I have, like, hot daddy issues. I'm trying to think. Would Aaron leave me with, like, a hot guy into the in the living room yes, until, like, 3 in the morning? Yeah, he would. You think Ron trusts me that much? He does. I wouldn't. <laughs> He's stupid. I'll trust stupid. <laughs> you wouldn't let him, but he would let you. Then all of a sudden, Jim wakes up, and he's like, Pat in the side. Where's my woman? And uh, Carol's just down there yakking it up with hottie mm-hmm. patati. This is what, so they're having marriage issues. Yes. Right? Because Jim is always gone. He's yeah. in over his head at the accounting firm. <laughs> now listen. I want to know what kind of accountant, first of all, has to move firms from to, Minneapolis. To Beverly Hills. And second of all, can afford to buy a decent sized house in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't think accountants made that much money. Mm-mm. No. So this whole plot is fiction. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> he needs to be like a hedge fund manager or some shit. <laughs> Make a it producer. More believable. Exactly. Yes. Anyway, it's a total snooze. And then Brandon and Brenda are like, oh, mom didn't even cut up his grapefruit. And so then they oh, decide to stalk her. <laughs> oh, that's right. They're spying on him, mm-hmm. on her. Anyway. And they're shocked. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> After they kiss. Boring. Snooze. Next. That was really boring. Um, basketball. Oh, what about Kelly's mom? Okay, let's talk about that. Jackie. In the pilot, Jackie, Kelly's mom, appears. And she is this tall, long-haired blonde, wearing a flowy nightgown. And she talks like this. Who is calling us at six in the morning? Oh. Right? And then later on, it's she changes. Woman. She's short. She's feisty. Got short hair. Yeah. Um, she still does a bunch of coke. Oh, man. I forgot <laughs> all about that. So it's two different actresses. Yeah. I just had to point that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Kelly and her mom have a, a stressful relationship. They're like, she's like competing against her daughter. Yeah. That's what it feels like, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, we, you know our agreement. You let me do my thing, I'll let you do your thing. Nobody Imagine. ever said that to their child. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Maybe that's why, like, the Beverly Hills thing was so, like, out there. It's like, oh, that's how they let their kids live in Beverly Hills. It's I so mean, edgy. Maybe it was. Maybe. I mean, yeah. some parents out here in Seattle be calling Ubers for their children. They, that's not a lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then it turns out that 
everybody, okay, this part was sad where I felt bad for Carol. So this is the episode with Kelly and her mom. And there is the a mother-daughter show. fashion show. Yeah. Oh. And Brenda. Brenda's a bitch, man. Brenda didn't invite her mom to the mother-daughter fashion show. And, of course, Andrea Zuckerman and her big mouth ruined, you know, Brenda's secret. Because uh-huh. she, she brought it up. And Carol just looks devastated. And yeah. you know what? She had every right to She's feel that dead, way. She's dead, totally. And then she ended up going. And then. With Andrea, Hashtag right? cool mom, Jackie. She's like made total. a fool out of herself. Was she drunk or high? Both. Yes. Yes and yes. <laughs> yes. It was a disaster. But and it was also, like a charity fashion show. I kind of wish I had been there <laughs> <laughs> with my with my phone up. Those fashions were terrible. <laughs> and those bikinis. Can you imagine <laughs> those high bikinis? Wasn't it Donna and her mom strutting down the runway <laughs> oh, yeah, in their bikinis? <laughs> I love. <laughs> Anyway, but then all of a sudden now Carol's starting to like be the mom that everybody wants to hang out with. Wants to hang out with because she's a mom. And then Brenda finally sees that she shouldn't take her mom for granted. Yeah, yeah. Finally, <laughs> Brenda is terrible. She really is. That made me mad when she she tried to diss her mom like that. All right, so let's just do another rundown of everything that we've covered. We've got racism, bullying, <laughs> shoplifting, losing your virginity. Um, 90s fashion. Uh, more racism, <laughs> more alcoholism, extramarital affairs, <laughs> date rapes. Gang rapes. Gang rapes. We haven't talked about cheating. Cheating. Brandon starts cheating on the test. Oh. That Steve Against gets Steve. for him. God damn, that Steve. <laughs> this, uh, Steve is just the little devil on his he's shoulder. He's terrible. Yeah. And he sees nothing wrong with this. Nothing. Hey, he's that's that privilege, that white boy privilege. Uh-huh. So there's this old ratchety old professor. Well, not a professor in high school, teacher. Yeah. And the way that he grades is eighty percent of the class gets a C, ten percent get an A, ten percent get an F. That's not okay. It's the way he do things. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> it's the way he do things. So Brandon's like, listen, man, this isn't fair. This isn't right. Mm. Well, then he finds out that he's like, why does Steve get an A? Mm-hmm. That's something It's like, fishy. how does Steve finish his test in 15 minutes when it takes the rest of the class the full hour? So Steve gives Brandon the exams. Because apparently this dumb teacher uses the same <laughs> test year, year after year for 20 years. You know, he wants to keep things easy for himself. Can yeah. you blame him? No. He's about to retire. <laughs> he's so then I honestly was shocked that good little Brandon was using those, mm-hmm. using those tests. And guess who sees him cheating? Andrea Zuckerman. Andrea Smug Zuckerman. Smuggerman. <laughs> That's what she's going to be next. It's Smuggerman. <laughs> Stupid. Totally. And then she's like, Brandon, come on. Because you cheated, now I gotta see. Yeah. Which is true. It's true. That's true. Yeah. This is the only time that I was I agreed with Andrea. Her <laughs> smug ass. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever known anybody smug? Uh-huh. Well, I've known some Andrea Zuckermans in high school. Yeah. They were the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I knew a couple. Yeah, there's probably two. Two or three. My mom still holds grudges against some people from my high school that were oh, like, my God. that were super smug and brown noser. 
She will still bring it up to me. Like, so she was that involved in your life that she knew? Well, it was... <laughs> there was a high school orientation. Okay. And I had my schedule. I remember going to this. And so you... You kind of you went to the high school before school started, uh-huh. and you walked around and you met your teachers and you kind of oh. got an orientation yeah, 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 yeah. of like right, where right, everything right. was. Totally. And I was in my English class, and one of my classmates who had actually ended up, I we didn't go to uh, middle school together, and so she would become a good friend of mine in high school. Oh, okay. Um, but on that orientation, my mother will never like let her live it down because she was just like, um, I read all of these books for summer reading. Do I need to read any more books for summer reading? Oh, just like trying to her. My mom hated it. How old were you? We were fourteen. So your mom holds a grudge against a fourteen year old girl. Yup. <laughs> yup. I love it. So I knew an Andrea Zuckerman in my day. Yeah. I might have even been a little bit of an Andrea Zuckerman. You think so? I mean, sometimes I just want to be right, you know? Okay. And rub it in your face. Apparently so. <laughs> Did we miss anything? Um, so episode 11 is when Brenda and Dylan decided to date. Oh, yeah. That's they're, all. They're falling in love. Yeah. But that whole but story arc. But we know a little bit of some shady business is going on with Jack McKay. Her, his dad. Yes. Dylan's dad. Because, first of all... Um, the dad, Brenda and Brendan's dad. What's his Jim. name? Jim. Jim already thinks Jim. poorly of Dylan because of his dad. And that's not fair. No, that's not fair. That's not fair, Jim. Carol calls him out on it. Yeah. She's like, you might think that way, but don't speak for us. I was like, all right, okay, Carol. I see you. Yeah. In the 90s, trying yeah. to exercise that voice. She saw Dylan for Dylan. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't going to judge him based on the sins of his father. How dare you, How Jim? How dare him? <laughs> How dare yes. you? Yes. Um, but listen. What? Even if Jack McKay, even if Dylan was a bad apple, we still like him. Yeah, we Because he's fine. <laughs> um, we didn't talk about the peach pits. <gasps> Not. So, um. There, oh, that, that was another episode of season Racism. three. Because remember um, Brandon had that three. cater waiter job? Cater waiter. Where he was like. He wasn't a cater waiter. It was a restaurant, actually. And, it yeah. It was called oh, yeah. This Town. And they were highfalutin fancy restaurant. And the owner was just a total biatch. She was an Asian chick, right? No, I thought she was white. Oh, she was white. But um, all of the servers... Were minorities. Yes. It was POC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she talked shit to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. didn't... Shang! Oh my god. <laughs> exactly. And didn't give them minimum wage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. they're covering all the topics. <laughs> so. I can't wait to see what the second 11, second <laughs> half of these episodes are. So, Brandon gets pissed off. She gets mad at that the whoever the boss lady gets mad at Brandon for talking to the customers. Oh, but it was Dylan. It was one right. of his friends. Exactly. Yeah. She didn't know that. So Brandon gets pissed off. He, he strides over there with his five two self, <laughs> no. tells her off, and, and then he quits. Quits and then goes and sits down at the table yeah. with his friend Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> so then they head over to the peach pit. So did Dylan introduce him to the peach pit? I think so. I'm not sure how they ended that up there. That seems like that would make sense. But he was complaining to Nat about the terrible working conditions that he had just come from. Mm. And Nat liked the kid. He's like, I like you, Brandon. And he gave him a job. I love Nat. Is Nat dead? I don't know. 
The reason why I'm asking is because I'm wondering if he's going to make mm. an appearance on the new on the reboot, which I cannot wait for. Um, I think this is later on, but Dylan doesn't act dirty. By um, is this still season one? Or are you skipping ahead from season? I'm skipping. Okay, yeah, I'm foreshadowing our next things. Okay. Remember, like he like he disses him for the beach club, and he plays against him in the the little baseball. T-ball I don't stuff. remember. Yeah. It's not It's not nice at all. But Brandon gets his. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little teaser. I guess. Those are the first 11 episodes. Yeah, we covered a lot of bases. So did they, because they did. Are, we covered all the bases. Yeah, because they, I'm like, when I was a sophomore in high school, none, we didn't have any. The only thing I was stressed about was my homework. Mm. I didn't have any of this going on. Nope. I don't think we were drinking then. We were watching Clueless. That was our favorite movie. Painting our nails. Back then? Are you sure? Yeah. Well, maybe like 1997. I was going to say. It's like a, a little junior. Yeah. yeah. Um, so thanks for walking down this memory lane with us, y'all. And just get into it, guys. You either have Hulu or you have Amazon Prime. Yes. You have access to this content. And you know it's going to go away at some point, so get into it now. <laughs> this is premium content, and you will laugh your behinds off mm-hmm. at how cheesy it is. Um, let me just also say that in the ep- in the pilot, Brandon had a mullet. <laughs> and in the in season episode three, which is the first episode after the pilot, he got a nice haircut, and he looked like a normal human being. Yeah, because they were Remember like... Remember hair? No, this is... Terrible. <laughs> His hair did not pull well with young ladies. Oh my god! What about Brent, Brenda's bangs? They were so short. Don't you remember this? Yes. They were. Oh my god! It was terrible. She. They needed some growth fast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when she tried to dye her hair blonde? Oh my god. <laughs> it turned orange. That was great. <laughs> okay, we're getting out of ourselves. All right, um, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. <gasps> no, I lied. In two weeks. Uh, bye. bye. <laughs>